Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Paula from Stumble Through Podcast, here with something to pass the time and lift the mood during these strange times. I've been really lucky and I've travelled a fair bit, so I thought that while we're all stuck inside, it might be nice to do some responsible escapism and to take you on a virtual tour of places I've been. I've included some facts, but these will mostly be based on my memories and so will definitely, definitely be biased and probably inaccurate, but fun. So this week I'm taking you to the Seychelles. So if you like, go get yourself a cuppa or I suppose an iced drink is more appropriate for this trip, seeing as we're going to an island. Um, I know I can never sit still when I'm on a phone call, so feel free to keep doing whatever you're doing. Maybe you want to do some drawing or some colouring in or just flop on your bed. Maybe you have more motivation than me and you're cleaning the house or something. Good for you. (laughs) Oh, I wish I had that much motivation. Um, But yeah, just pause here and set yourself up. All right, now that you're sitting comfortably, or whatever, I can't tell you what to do, I'm going to tell you about the Seychelles. Its full name is the Republic of Seychelles, and that long name doesn't really match how small it is, because on some printed maps, the line for the equator covers most of it. It's a group of 155 or so islands off the east coast of Africa, and was apparently uninhabited prior to European discovery. The island I spent the most time on was Mahe, which is the largest and most populated island. There's this humidity that hits you when you disembark from a plane, like literally hits you in the face like air when someone swings open a door. And there's this smell of warm botanicals and then the second sensation as the moisture settles over your skin in a fine, shiny blanket. It's a small airport, so you have to walk yourself down the squeaky steps. This funny little van drives across the runway. I remember one time we arrived at night and I was so tired I felt almost nauseous. The buzzing fluorescent lights in this airport cast this unnerving greenish-yellow glow through what couldn't have been more than five rooms in a gift shop. But we get outside and the night is clear and bright and... As my family and I drive to the chalets, I roll down the window and raise my face to meet the rushing air. And this, God, it's all through the island all the time. It's, It's this loud swooshing of palm trees and the ocean waving to each other. The chalets are owned by Mr. Francois and his family. They're South African too, and the check-in always takes forever because apparently my parents are the only people they can rely on for news and good conversation. We have to carry our bags across the grass because it's too bumpy to wheel them. In the morning, I'll be able to see its ruffled edges and how it looks kind of like seaweed that grows on land. It spreads across the ground and honestly, it looks more like a vine. It always takes some getting used to, that grass. The texture is... It's not that it hurts, but it's just not what 
my bare feet are used to, I guess. But after picking your way over a few meters, you get used to the uneven bumps and the rough texture of the grass itself and grit of the sand underneath. If you walk to the far, far left to where Mr. Francois's mother lives, outside her chalet is this iron pen where she keeps her tortoises. Enormous, giant tortoises, the size of like a medium to large dog, with grey skin with such deep wrinkles you could line up birthday candles in them. The tortoises themselves are lovely, but there's this smell that hovers around with the flies above their feet. Black toenails trail these little lettuce streamers as they plod about their pen, and frequently they pause just to feel the earth rotate on its axis. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're listening to secrets coming in from the palm trees. I fit my hand and then my forearm through the wire fence to grab a slimy lump of pawpaw. It's fragrantly overripe and lands disappointingly close to me with a soft, wet plop. But the closest tortoise doesn't miss this, and watching it move towards it slowly and deliberately, which I suppose is the only way a tortoise knows how to move, is it's both peaceful and frustrating because you can see exactly what it wants and what's going to happen, but it takes absolutely ages to happen. And I don't know, I guess while you're watching it, if you don't let yourself get caught up too much in that frustration of, of waiting for the thing to just happen already, there's kind of like a, like a rhythm and you just kind of fall into the pace of watching this, this ancient, ancient creature move. Eventually it reaches its prize and stretches out its neck and my god, it is so long you have to wonder where it keeps the thing. Like, it, it is almost laughable. This ancient, sunken creature has a neck so long it could tie itself in a knot. The tortoise stretches out to close its mouth around the fruit. It raises its head and gums at the pawpaw which softly oozes out the side of its beak, the satisfaction dripping from its chin. I've visited the tortoises a few too many times not to say hello to Mrs. Francois. She's got wiry, graying hair and isn't as delighted by the niceties and politenesses as adults usually are. But realistically, she has every right to be fed up with a child wandering into her garden and staring at her pets. She tells me the one I fed is a hundred years old, and I believe her. On the way back, there's one of the island's characteristic short, sharp soaks of rain, like someone turned on a tap and forgot how high the water pressure was. The smaller frangipani trees don't offer much shelter, but it'll be over within ten minutes, so for a while you're forced to be exactly where you are, listening to the rain slap the leaves, feeling the occasional plop of cold water on your head and toes and the back of your neck. The smell is gorgeous, though. It's, it's rain and warm sand and the flowers above you, really beautifully delicate, and it floats away quite quickly, and the sun shines brighter to make up for the rain, and then it's hard to tell after a while if the moisture on your skin is rain or sweat. After about another ten minutes, there's a quick drizzle, a fine misting of rain, and... As the wind spins the water through the sunlight, it makes this delicate rainbow curtain that billows around the world. The beach looks a bit more magic than usual when that happens. And, and that's pretty impressive, because this whole island, or set of islands, I guess, is just... It's like a big exhale. There's this sense of relief and release, and 
the colors are vivid and at midday the sand turns this blinding white and the water is this delicious glittering turquoise color the whole horizon looks like a treasure chest at sunset the weather cools and the tide comes in and you can sit on one of the low tree branches on the beach and feel the warm sea air the adults usually clink glasses or bottlenecks and there's laughing and cigarette smoke as the sky melts into pink and the sun floats towards us in orange ripples across the ocean. Thanks for joining us for That's Not COVID. We're going to keep bringing you our favourite distractions as long as you need them. If you have a suggestion, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or online at www.thatsnotcanon.com. Once again, I'm Paula from StumbleThrough, and you can find more from me by searching StumbleThrough on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also come hang out with me on Instagram, where I'm listed as StumbleThroughPod, and I do weekly Sunday pep talks on there, or Facebook. We have a Facebook page called StumbleThrough Podcast. Chat soon, folks. Keep well. Bye. And that was just another That's Not COVID episode. That's Not COVID is a production of the That's Not Canon podcast network. That's Not Canon is a community of podcasters committing to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find many more like it at thatsnotcanon.com. And if you'd like to support us and what we do, you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash that's not canon. Until next time, stay safe, wash your hands and look out for each other. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.